G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. 2020, bringing a biblical perspective on life, culture and current events. Weekdays on UCB's Vision Radio Network. Find out more at vision.org.au. Well, if you've got a few minutes to hear a amazing adventure story when it comes to mission activity, and I'm talking about the nation of Africa, you won't want to leave what you're doing, but do keep an ear glued to the radio to hear the story of Jerry Lackey. He's started a ministry in Africa in the nation of Botswana. 25 years ago and has seen many, many great successes and has incredible testimonies as to the way that God moved in that land. Uh, Jerry Lackey, welcome to 2020. Hey, great to be with you today, Neil. Jerry, let me start with something that may be a little bit of an aside, but you have baptized many people in crocodile-infested rivers. You better tell me how that feels. Yeah, that's one. That's you got to have that missionary thrust in your life for that. We uh, had in the early days did a lot of outreach, a lot of evangelism in in areas where there wasn't any option. You know, people uh, there there was just the rivers, and they were full of crocodiles, full of hippopotamuses. And uh, one thing we were laughing the other night about talking to some friends here is that is a good way to qualify. Are people really, really after the real deal when they step into that water? Uh, you step in with faith, but uh, we've never lost anybody. I was going to ask that because uh, that would be the next thought, wouldn't it? Uh, have you ever lost a convert? Well, uh, I'm glad you've never lost a convert and uh, they've all gone through safely. But uh, there must be a a certain way that you do a baptism in a crocodile-infested river. Did you have people who are spotters, people who are on the lookout? Absolutely. Have a, several people spotting, try to find a sandy place where there's a good sandbank and the water's pretty clear. And, uh, you know, get in, get out, kind of drive through baptism, not messing around a whole lot about it. <laughs> and as I understand it, uh, just as dangerous if there are hippopotamus in the water. Oh, absolutely. They say that uh, uh, hippopotamuses kill more people in Africa than any other animal. Jerry, let me talk about the mission that you started 25 years ago. As I understand it, you arrived in Africa and you had $200 to your name. Uh, you must have had a sense of the call of God on your life to be there, to actually undertake mission work. That's right. You know, we, we left Houston, Texas. We were out of Lakewood Church years ago. Uh, 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 actually, John Osteen was our mentor and our pastor. And, uh, you know, we, we had a, an incredible call from God that was to Africa. And so, you know, we just went by faith. We, uh, I, that, that's very true. We had a total support around $200, $300 a month. Uh, when we landed there, you know, we had to find a house to live in. Uh, we laughingly tell the story how our first house, you didn't have a roof on it, and Jenna was cooking over the open fire, and then we found out there were baboons living in the house, and, you know, I couldn't find any anything in my teaching or my syllabus for missions about how to deal with baboons in the house. So we did find out that in Genesis that the Bible says that uh, we had dominion over everything that creeps and crawls. So we went in, got the job done, kicked those things out, and began our ministry Uh, A little over 25 years ago now. Now, there's a lot of wildlife in Africa, and we've talked about the crocodiles, the hippopotamus, now the baboons. There are all sorts of other deadly creatures uh, that roam the wild in Africa. 
Yeah, I mean, Africa is such a beautiful place. I think God just really outdid himself when he uh, did what he did in Africa. Some of the most beautiful sunsets in his creation and animals, just awesome. Uh, we are privileged to live in a uh, on a reserve where we have pretty much in our backyard, we have giraffe and zebra and uh, hippos and crocodiles in the river. We have uh, eland and, and just all the plains game there. They're beautiful to look at and just uh, uh, awesome. You also have a close association with uh, someone that we know, uh, our UCB counterpart in South Africa, uh, Rolf Peterson. He's uh, part of UCB South Africa, and you've had some dealing with with Rolf. Yeah, Dr. Rolf Peterson has been such a great blessing in our lives and through Love Botswana, and, and actually for my wife and I personally. He's a great man and with great vision, and uh, UCB Africa came along beside us in Botswana some years ago and helped us set up our uh, production studio. It's called Studio 7, and we've been able to do some translation in, in uh, different tribal languages uh, to, to take the gospel to areas. We've been able to produce CDs and, and music for young people who had a gift on their life but normally would not have been able to afford to, to get this kind of production work done. So we've had a great partnership and still uh, very good friends today. You know, oftentimes I'm talking to people who've launched out in mission and uh, they're dealing with the circumstances that they're in, sometimes very difficult circumstance. We're talking about a 25-year history since you first rolled up and $200 in your pocket and uh, begin to reach out to people who would listen to your message. 25 years later, the mission has grown to something quite substantial. As I understand it, $10 million uh, uh, in buildings and facilities there that are helping to equip those believers in Botswana. Uh, From the point of view of 25 years later, what sort of vision do you have for the future with what's been developed now the further the outreach goes around that nation yeah going back to the the original question i think what has given jan and i success is that first of all two things we did a lot of things wrong you know we made a lot of mistakes along the way but two things we did right first of all when when god called us we obeyed that call and it didn't come with any kind of, you know, promises other than his word that he'd be faithful to us. So we obeyed the call. And the second thing that we've done right that has caused the success that we've had is we've stayed with it. We haven't quit. We've had lots of opportunities to check out and stop. Our house burnt down some years ago. Uh, we could have stopped, but, you know, we've stayed with it. We've stayed faithful to the call. And as we've done that, we've seen tremendous Signs, miracles, and wonders take place uh, in the in the raising up of the mission. Our guest is Dr. Jerry Lackey. He's from Africa, the Love Botswana Outreach Mission. We'll come back and we'll talk some more in just a short while. We're back with our guest, Dr. Jerry Lackey, who leads the Love Botswana Outreach Mission in Africa. And we've been hearing his story. We've been hearing about being baptized in rivers that are infested with crocodiles. Well, that's real commitment for you. We've been hearing about a 25-year journey so far. Jerry, in that 25 years, you've built a school. You've got a baby rescue center. You've got a Bible college. There are a whole host of churches that you're overseeing. Out of those achievements, let's call them achievements, but these are things that are in the natural development of a mission enterprise, which ones of those are outstanding to you? Well, I think they're all outstanding because they all came birthed out of the heart of God for the needs that were there. Uh, one thing that I just think is uh, is just absolutely so uh, exciting is how God has moved on Jana's heart to uh, to open the uh, Lerato House of Love, Lerato being uh, Setswana for love. 
and it, it's a rescue center. It's open 24 uh, 7. We're able to receive uh, children that are in crisis situation and needs. And uh, it's just so awesome to see how such little effort can have such a great impact in the life of a child. And uh, UCB Africa actually partnered with us on some of this, uh, some of this project. And uh, I tell you, it, it, uh, it really moves you when you can see the commitment of the people that are working with the project and the, the great results that happen out of uh, just reaching out to children in a great way. There really are some tremendous challenges that face Africa. And while we're talking about uh, the animals in the wild and the, the beautiful setting that you find yourself in and the challenges of baboons in the house, those sorts of things, are almost a fun and adventurous way to talk about mission. But there are children who are orphaned. Uh, the AIDS crisis is gripping the nation continually in Africa. Uh, there are other challenges, too, with various religious groups, no doubt. Uh, these sorts of difficulties, what are the hardships that Africans are facing at this time? Yeah, I think there's a lot of things, and I would have to really kind of look at Botswana since that's the nation I work in. Uh, some of the problems are different or more severe in other parts of Africa. I'm, I'm really privileged to be uh, a resident in Botswana. It is considered the jewel in the African crown. Uh, it's a great country, great government. And uh, they're doing a lot uh, to forward the country. And uh, I would say this uh, as a Westerner who really has been grafted into uh, the African culture. I love African culture. Uh, Jan and I have been privileged to, to, to spend the years that we have there and to partner and work hand-in-hand with the, the Botswana people. But I would say this, you know, and I would really say this to, to those listening. You know, as a Westerner, I have learned more from the Botswana people than I've ever imparted to them. There's such a beauty about the culture and respect and the way that they operate. The West could learn a lot from Africa, that's for sure. I asked you a little earlier about what you see for the future. What sort of things do you have in your heart and those things that as you continue to wait on God for his direction, what sort of things are ahead of you? Well, I think one of the greatest things that's happened is we've had through the years uh, a lot of really good people have come along beside us. And as we've you know, begin to build the vision, some people have come and put a few bricks in, some people have put whole walls in. But, you know, many people have come and labored, given their gifts and their resources. Uh, and after 25 years, uh, we've uh, recently uh, handed over the day-to-day operation to some outstanding national uh, Botswana who are now running the day-to-day affairs of the of the ministry. Uh, they're very capable. They're very confident. And I think it's important that we allow this next generation to run with that vision and continue with it so that the vision doesn't die around us, that it, it can continue. I think the best days are ahead for it. Uh, we are going to be working uh, extremely uh, hard on uh, developing our local churches there, strengthening pastors, strengthening leadership. And then we also really want to step up our media outreach uh, over the next five years. There are so many dimensions to Christian mission, and one of those, the raising up of leaders. You mentioned that you've got a whole lot of leaders, I think about 120 that you've got in place looking after the ministries that are established there as part of the Love Botswana Outreach Mission. Uh, The imperative there for raising up leaders, this is something that when we talk about mission activity, this is one of the keys, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Leadership. Yeah, I don't think there's really – John Maxwell told me one day I was uh, in the back seat of the car with him, and he said, you know, Jerry, there's really no success without succession, you know. And, and I, begin, I begin to think about that. I'm kind of at the halfway part of my life and my journey, and, 
And uh, I thought, you know what, if we don't do this right, if we don't uh, begin to uh, turn things over, uh, there's a possibility of all that we did as no matter how much impact we had, it, it, it won't continue to impact unless we put it in the right hands. Thank goodness today I can say it's in good hands and it's going forward. And so as that succession it takes its proper place and begins to do the day-to-day activities in mission life there in Botswana, gives you that freedom to do what you're doing today, visiting us here in Australia. Yeah, and uh, I think uh, through the years we've learned a lot. Uh, both my wife and I, uh, we, we're beginning to write now. We're going to be, begin to author some books that I think could be very useful to people who uh, could, could maybe learn from the, some of the mistakes that we've made over the 25 years. And so we're excited about that. We're excited about going to the nations and just finding people who have great vision and lifting their hands and imparting into them the things that we've learned sometimes through the school of hard knocks, not always the easiest way, but uh, definitely once you learn that way, you never forget. And your family, how have your family, do you have children? I have four Awesome children, Neil. Well, Just incredible. Ha- these children, they've obviously grown up there in Botswana on the mission field. What sort of a difference does it make as parents when you see your children growing up in that environment? It's interesting because uh, my friend Craig with me today, uh, we talked about that on the way over here. Actually, my uh, my youngest son is in the studio with us today, Mason. And, uh, you know, what I said, the great thing about raising our kids uh, as th- third culture kids is that they have such a wonderful worldview and outlook. Uh, they, they've, they've been placed in a place where they really respect and understand different cultures. They've grown from it. Uh, for us, raising our kids uh, on the mission field has been incredible. We, uh, in the early days, we didn't know if we could do it or not, and we had some people come by and said, you know what, you can do this. It's, it's not that hard. And so uh, I have three biological children. We have one beautiful adopted daughter that is a, a, a daughter of the soil in Botswana, and uh, she's beautiful and wonderful. And so uh, I would not – my kids, uh, uh, all of them are at home now in Africa. Uh, several of them have gone to America or to Cape Town to do their studies in university. They all came back home. They love Africa. They don't want to live in America. So we've done something right there. And I've got to ask you, before I let you go, uh, when we're talking about the sort of wildlife, and I, I don't know whether there'd be too many Aussie listeners that might like to uh, be baptizing people in a crocodile-invested <laughs> river, but when you talk about those giraffes and the wildlife that you see around you in Botswana, a lot of people take time when they're having a holiday to actually visit mission activity work around the world. Is there ways that people can connect with you and even visit you at Botswana? Definitely there is. You can go to our website, which is www.lovebotswana.org, and uh, we have an internship program. Uh, it's called uh, Mission Immersion, and um, people can come and do 90 days, or you can come over and give an hour or a week or a day, whatever. There's lots of opportunities to plug into the various different facets of the ministry. And uh, we currently have a lodge that's called Royal Tree Lodge, It's a beautiful four-star lodge on a private reserve, Uh, so there's great accommodation for people if they want to come. And I would encourage, if you're out there listening, you're curious about missions, or maybe you just want to give back some time, uh, you could do a great safari in the country and still come and give some time and and kind of give back to the mission as well. Well, uh, you've certainly done Africa proud by way of uh, the tourism idea and drawing people to uh, perhaps being involved in 
a sample of what it is to be involved in mission activity in Africa. I'll point people to that website. Here's that website address once again. It's www.lovebotswana.org. Lovebotswana.org. Dr. Jerry Lackey, our guest. And Jerry, great talking to you. I look forward to hearing an update sometime into the future. Like what you've just heard? There's more great podcasts. Or you can listen to us live at vision.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener supported. Your donation of any amount will help us continue connecting faith to life. Learn more or donate today at vision.org.au.